be all right. My name's Paul, got autism, and I make random videos based on my version of autism, and I stick them on YouTube just in case you fancy giving them a watch. No pressure over here, all right? So I want to talk about something a bit serious, though, which uh, I don't know if that makes a change for me, but I do, and it's about kids, or more specifically, why I don't have them, why I chose not to have them. Because I think it's very related to my autism. And I think it's a very serious topic. And I don't think people understand what they say can be a bother. You know, like a good example would be, and I've told you this story before, but like my uncle, <laughs> my oldest uncle, he was always, I would see him every year on Boxing Day. That was always the family thing, you know. He'd go around to his house, he'd have some nibbles out, we'd sit around, have a couple of beers, and just sort of reconnect as a family, just this once a year thing, even though we live maybe 20 minutes away from each other. Um, and every year I'd go around, he would always say the same thing. He would always say, have you passed your driving test yet? Like, no, I haven't. Why not? When you learn to drive, it opens so many doors. Like, yeah, car doors. I don't want to drive. Um, so one year I learned to drive just so when I went round again and he asked, I'd be able to go, Yeah, I have learned to drive now. Can we drop it? You know, move on. Um, and then it went from have you learned to drive to when are you having kids? <sighs> I'm not. What do you mean you're not? I don't want kids, mate. What? Why don't you want kids? They're great. And you just end up in this conversation with someone that you shouldn't be having. You know, if you want kids, that's your business. <laughs> and the person you're with is business. Or in some cases, not, you know. You hear the stories. You see the news articles where people get trapped. Um, but anyway, so it soon flipped onto that. And it's like, we're not doing this one. That's not what we're, we're not, we're not playing this one. Um, you know, but the thing is, I, I've I've spoken to people who have kids, who have all who also have autism, and they have said, not everyone, but some of them have said, if they'd have known they had autism before they had a family, the chances are they wouldn't have a family now. You know, they love the family to bits, but if I could do it all again, I'd live by myself. I wouldn't have a family. But before I knew I had autism, I knew I didn't want a family. You know, like my mate Craig, I, I still, and, and if he was here, he'd, he'd back me up. Um, and he is still here, he just doesn't live anywhere near me. Um, you know, he said ages ago, like when we were about 14, because he always wanted a family, he goes, you know what, mate? He says, I can see the future now. He says, I'll be there, three kids. I'll be working my backside off. I'll be doing the house up. I'll be stressed. I'll have bills coming out my ears. I'll be, <laughs> he's like, and you'll rock up and you won't have any of that stress because you won't have kids. Um, and it was funny because this year when I did rock up to his house, there he is, three kids. He's doing his house up, <laughs> a busy guy. And there's me like, are we ready yet? You know, are we going, you know, not, not seeing all the commotion that goes on around a family house. Um, so well done, Craig, on your accuracy on that one, mate. Um, but, you know, I, 
I'd like to think I didn't have them for the right reasons. And what I will say is, let's say I'd have met the right person and the stars aligned and we had a perfect little relationship on the boil and they'd have said, I want kids. You know, if, if I knew that they were right and were ultimately going to take the brunt of the child raising part of it, then it wouldn't have been a problem, you know? Um, but that's only if everything would have been correct. And that means thinking about what some people deem as my selfishness. You know, I have to make sure I take care of the selfishness of me because when people say, oh, I need my free time. No, 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 no. I need my free time because my free time isn't about doing nothing. It's about recharging. There's a massive, massive difference. Everything I do costs coins and the only way I can earn them coins is to recharge. And if I don't get enough coins for what I need to do, it is not going to be a good outcome for anyone involved, you know? And, you know, like I say, if I go back to my uncle, he was always asked a question, you know, he's a great guy, but them questions, <laughs> but he's got a son and a daughter, my cousins and his, his son married, two kids, boy and a girl, his daughter married, kids, boy and a girl, you know, so it's sort of like very obvious setup. So for him, it's sort of like, you know, when he got married, he had two kids, a boy and a girl. So it's kind of like you can't see anything else, you know, because that's just what life is. And you just follow the, follow the path, do the same things as everybody else. It's just not for me. But I can't go to family functions anymore because there's my cousins with their kids. So instead of it being adults catching up, it's now you can't talk to me uncle and me auntie because they're so focused on their grandkids because their grandkids are their world, which is absolutely fine. I understand that. But I have two events, you know, I have one where it's about the kids and then I have another one where the kids are getting babysat and the adults can get together. I'd go to that. But they don't. And I don't like being around kids because I'm not interested in them. It's kind of like saying, here you go, Paul. Here's a watermelon. Do you want to talk about it for five hours? Because it's brilliant. No, it's just a watermelon. I'm not interested. That's exactly what a kid is. Kids are watermelons. Um, and if you love your watermelon, that's fine. But don't expect me to be interested. <laughs> um, so what I'm getting at is I don't go to family events anymore because it's too awkward now because I don't have them and I have to explain myself and I'm not going to. So I'll get, I won't get aggressive. I'll get bothered. And then people are like, Paul, calm down. You don't have to, he was only asking. He was only being, we're not doing that. Um, you know, and then with other people, you know, with other sort of events, there's always something going on and you have to fake interest, you know, um, like if you, let's say I had kids and I can't, I can't even do events anyway. I can't go to Christmas functions for work. I always tell myself, go to the first one and you're free from any more. Um, but they're just, they're just hard because you have to be personal with people. And I'm not a personal person because other people and what they do is entirely up to them. I'm not bothered, you know? Um, so imagine if I had to go to other functions because I had kids, like, and there was 
you know, someone's birthday party, a trampoline party, some random summer party, loads of kids' birthdays going on. And I'd have to attend them all. What am I going to do? You know, I'd have all the anxiety about trying to get there and I wouldn't want my kid to miss out. And then you've got a fake interest. You know, I'd be sat in the corner looking like a right weirdo and then people would be coming up going, which one's yours then? That one. Uh, mine, that one's mine. <laughs> My name's Dave. What's yours? It's like, oh, Paul, just leave me alone. You know, and it's not because I'm being rude. It's just because I'm overwhelmed and being somewhere I don't want to be. I'm kind of forced to stay there. And now someone wants to make small talk. It's like, you know, it's kind of like you want to take a, a tent that makes you invisible and you just go and set it up somewhere, get in, zip it up, and just lie down and have a, and have a sleep or something, you know? Uh, so it just random events anyway are too difficult for me. So what do I do as an adult? I don't do them. And I've also got no tie or reason to do them because I haven't got the main event there. You know, like the kid would be the main event. You know, or my kid could get bullied because it doesn't attend the event that every other kid goes to and you've got that to deal with. But as someone with autism, it's hard for me to do. So imagine if a kid was involved and it could get affected and that's not fair. Or I don't think it's fair anyway. You know, I'm going back to the free time and the earning coins and all that sort of jazz. Free time isn't free for me. Free time is recharge time. I have to get them recharge coins. That's just the way it is. So if I, like, I'm trying to think of something I was going to do, and I didn't. I was going to go to Costco, because <laughs> I don't know what it's like in America, but when you get deliveries in the UK, Costco don't deliver food here. So the smaller stuff that's in the fridges, like they sell these hot, hot and spicy chicken strips, and I love them, you know, but you can't order them online. You've got to go to the shop for them. So I was planning on going to Costco. That was my, that was my, what I was going to do in my free time. But I was kind of getting anxious about doing it because I kind of didn't want to go as well because it's not essential. And it just sort of got me in a bit of a bother. You know, I'm thinking, come on, Paul, you're talking about going to Costco, mate. Why are you stressing? You, that, that decision is fully in your hands. There's no stress. But I gave myself stress. So my free time has to be free, clear, empty, no, nothing in it whatsoever. So when it comes around on the day, I can, I can go, oh, yeah, could go to Costco today. Do I fancy it? Am I recharged enough? Do I feel like I can go? Nah. Okay. <laughs> and then I just don't go. You know, so again, imagine having a kid. You don't have free time. Free time's not there. That's not part of the deal. That's not what you decide to do. That's having a kid. You know you don't have free time. That's just the law from that day forward. And one thing I would never do, and if you do this, I'm not having a go at you specifically. I'm using it as a generalization. But I wouldn't be one of those parents who goes, you know, sits down and goes, there you go, and just sticks technology in the kid's hands. I think it's, you know, I, I had a, I had an old mate who used to do comedy and one of his jokes was, you know, my daughter gave me a happy Father's Day card today, which was really nice. And I gave that to the Skybox 
because, you know, mocking the fact that a lot of parents just stick their kids in front of TV, stick them in front of a phone, a tablet, some sort of technology to distract them because they want a bit of free time. But that's not parenting, is it? That's TV. So I would never have wanted to do that. But I felt I'd probably have felt like that would have been my get out of jail free card because I would have still somehow needed a time to recharge. You know, so in another way, you know, that wouldn't have been fair for the kid. Um, you know, thankfully, my mum was never one of them where she's like, oh, when are you going to bring me some grandkids? Well, not. Should have had more kids yourself and maybe you'd have got some. <laughs> oh, I'm such a grouchy, grumpy old man. I don't know why I am. It's fine. It's not like you're going to tell me something I don't already know. Uh, food would have been bad. Food would have been terrible because I don't cook. You know, and I know a lot of people will mock that and, ha and do mock that. But I used, you know, like back in the day, if I wanted a steak, I was making a steak, not a problem. You know, get hold of that, get hold of that slab of cow, throw it on a nice hot pan and chomp away when it was cooked. Not a problem. I can't even make toast now. I can't even touch ham anymore. The only place I can touch ham is in my mouth <laughs> because I've just regressed so badly when it comes to a kitchen that I really can't see a way out of it. You know, and you can't exactly say, here you go, kids. Daddy doesn't like touching food, so here's a bag of crisps. You know, it's Sunday today. We would have had a roast, but uh, have a bag of, you know, roast chicken crisps because that's the uh, closest substitute you can't do that whereas i as an adult can get a takeaway you know it's not healthy by a long shot i'm aware of that but what other choice do i have so that wouldn't have been fair either would it that wouldn't have been fair on a kid other things that won't be fair like i don't like being touched at all it's why i don't really do you know one of the events things why i don't do events i don't I don't do Christmas parties because people want to hug you and kiss you on the cheek and wish you all the best. You know, it's like, don't do all that. Just wish me all the best. <laughs> Get off me. Kids want hugs, kisses, want to, you know, when they're teething, cry in your arms until they fall asleep. I can't deal with people's temperatures, the different texture of the skin when the temperature changes. I hate the feeling of clamminess. Hate that. All of the touching sensation, you know, and they poo, they wee, they vomit. They're just bags of projectile liquids, you know, like a watermelon would be. <laughs> and, you know, if I was to think of me dog, I've got a pooper scooper thing where it's like on a stick. It's like got a, a grab on the end. You stick a bag over, tuck it in its teeth, you know, and then when you're picking the poo up, it just grabs on and you lift it over the grabber and tie a knot on it. So I can't even touch a dog's mess i want to touch a kids and imagine i'm there cleaning it up and then it carries it like does a new one and starts spraying me in the face i couldn't deal with that goodness i'd have to like wear a hazmat suit you know just to change a kid um or like i don't know design a little area which was like a wet room for a baby where it sort of i don't know as a support and you can have its head above and then you can just like hose it down with a not very powerful hose. I know I'm sounding mean, but what I'm getting at is I have to have a distance, a separation from that, you know, and, and I just don't know how people do it. Um, so that won't be fair. 
you know, if I can't give it a hug because I don't want a hug, that doesn't sound like it'd be nice, you know? And um, I can't, I don't know if I've told you this, but I can't make my own doctor's appointments, dentist appointments. Can't. I have a kind person who makes them for me. And how would I, like, what if I had a kid that was ill and I had to be in and out of the hospitals with it and, you know, I had to make all the appointments. Who's who's going to do that? You know, because I, sp- oh, I suppose, you know, the, the, the woman I'd be in a relationship with, the mother of the child, you know, that I'd, you know, she'd do it all, but then that's an extra strain on her, which would then strain us. And it just seems like it's more of a doomed headache than it would be for a happy family setting. Um, you know, and you've got to choose the right person because the right person doesn't exist a lot of the time. Like, I do not understand why humans have drama. I think there's enough words that have been created in the world to be able to settle a disagreement. Drama is for TV. It is not for real life. So, like, you have parents of a kid and the kid's in the middle and these two just fight, fight, fight because they can't draw a line under anything. It's not about what's right and wrong. It's about who wins and who loses. And then the kid gets dragged from pillar to post. People get through courts, raise all these court fees just to see the kids. They have to pay alimony or the CSA, as it's called in the UK, child support. And uh, that would end me. Like if I would have been with someone and then they tried to just take my kid and disappear. Nope. I don't care what laws exist in what country. That wouldn't have been, that wouldn't have sat well with me at all. And I wouldn't, I just, I'd have just gone and got it because you can't do that. You can be amicable. You know, I'll be as amicable as the, as the person I'm talking to. And I just think if you do that, you'll sleep better at night. I don't care if they cheated on you. I don't care if they had a double life. I don't care who you caught them in bed with. I don't care what, what they did. You should not, as an adult, make your child get affected by it. It is a, I don't, of all the selfish things humans can do, I think it doesn't get more selfish than that because it's personal, you know. Um, so imagine if I'd have ended up in that sort of situation as well. That would have, where where would my free time and recharge have come? I'd have gone insane by now with all that going on. I really would have done, you know. And, you know, I, I think another thing, when I was younger, because obviously I was raised in a deprived area and we were poor, everyone was poor, everything was bad. I saw what it was like bringing a kid up when you don't have any money. And I never wanted to be one of those parents who just, as a kid in that situation where you don't have a job or, yeah, I've got a job, but I'll go off on maternity and I'll just stay at home then and raise the kid and get benefits, which is a very strong thing in a lot of deprived areas in the UK. Because I lived in one, I know, that's a, I know that for a fact, so don't say I'm making that one up, all right? Because I'll tell you exactly where, and you can do your own statistics searching. I don't need to look at the stats, I was there for it, you know? And, uh, like, I remember this kid called Brian, who was saying, yeah, they've docked some of my CSA, so what we're going to do is we're going to have another kid, and that'll knock the money back up to what we were on. You know? And that was a legit conversation with me and my mate who uh, passed away, and I remember deciding right there and then never talking to him again he's a scumbag i'm grafting my backside off so he can sit on his backside you know you shouldn't be able to benefit from benefits but 
unfortunately in the UK you can do and uh, that's why everyone wants to come here and yeah I just I remember like watching young mothers getting on the bus when I was on the bus going somewhere as a kid and you know the bus was packed it stinks these people already there with buggies and then there's an argument like can you move please I can't get on the bus where do you want me to effing go where do you want me to go with my kid I've got to go shopping and all you know and it was just horrible horrible I just thought I couldn't have had a kid in that setting because that just would have finished me off as well it's horrible you know but you know, I suppose if you have a job, when do you take, you've got to take your holidays around the kids' holidays, kids have more holidays, what happens, I don't know, it just seems busy and it seems a bit too much, you know, and then I suppose the million dollar question would have been is, what if, what if my kid had have had autism as well, like a, a bit more of a, what's the word, I don't even know how you say things anymore because there's so many autistic police on your backside. You know, like if I had a, if I had a child with severe needs, is it still safe to say that? You know, so like I, I couldn't have, I, I, as a human, I couldn't have dealt with that. There are some great people in the world. There are some kind-hearted people in the world. There are some people who are so selfless that they give their own life to help someone else's. I'm selfless, but not that selfless. You know, if I had to look after someone else every day for the rest of my life, and the only time I got was maybe a a weekend a year or something as respite i i genuinely as a person couldn't do that because i have me to deal with too and as someone who doesn't have dependence i'm telling you i can just about scrape by in the world today with the sanity level i've got versus what's around so i wouldn't have been able to do that so that would have made me again a bad parent and not fair for the kid, you know. And I can't be around other people's kids either because I've not got anything in. in there's no interest because I don't have interest in adults. I don't care which team you support. I don't care if you support the same team as me. Which that's just <laughs> that's just the way it is, you know. Kids might want to talk about the favorite dinosaur. I don't have favorite dinosaurs. I'm not really interested in dinosaurs. They've, like I say, they've got the bogey fingers. You know, they might have dirt on them or whatever, and they don't understand personal space. I'm just thoroughly un uninterested in them. But what I would like you to do, if you could, is even though I've had a lot of points or a lot of, ooh, you know, that, that don't, that's not nice, or, oh, kids are great, whatever. Everything I've said was for the benefit of the kid that never was to be. It was, wasn't it? Because I made sure that I got what I needed to make sure I could give it to a child. But nearly every single one of them I've mentioned, or all of them for the point of it, I don't get what I need now without one. So how on earth would I have provided properly? And then if I'd have failed, that would have come out on the kid, wouldn't it? You know. And if you've ever seen the video I made called My Dad Died, you'll know I did not have a dad around. I also don't care. You know, that's, that's the genuine truth. I do not care that there wasn't one around because I didn't know who he was, so I would have be bothered, you know. I don't know my next-door neighbour. I'm not bothered about that either. 
you know, if one day it came out the woodwork, he was actually my dad, not the guy who died. Oh, well. You know, I've never known you all this time. I don't need to know you for the rest. But it's just... Uh, all I'm trying to get at is... I wouldn't have wanted to be a bad parent. I wouldn't have wanted to be a distant parent. I wouldn't have wanted to be a parent dragged through court systems. I wouldn't want to have been a parent who was doing the best he could, but then getting bad-mouthed by the other parent because we've had a fallout and we don't live together anymore or whatever the situation could have been. I wouldn't want it to have uh, upset its dietary requirements because I've got such a problem with eating, deprive it from parties and functions, things it wanted to do. Kid would have been loving Christmas, talking about Father Christmas, getting up at three in the morning, you know, and it's like, get back to bed. You know, I didn't want to, I wouldn't have wanted to, I wouldn't have wanted for a child to not have a childhood. And I know who I am. And I know what would have happened if I would have had one. This is not one of those revelations where people say, oh, trust me, if you'd have had one, you'd have changed. No, I wouldn't, because I know what I need to survive. Not live, I need to survive, and I survive average. You know, in, in the case of how I connect with the rest of the world and that, in how I have to. So for me, it was never an option, you know? So uh, for those people who have emailed and for anyone who's going to ask in the future, have you got kids? Why haven't you got kids? This was for you. And hopefully it made sense. You know, I've got a dog downstairs. He's busy enough. Thankfully, he's having a sleep now, which is something I'm going to try and do because that would have been another issue. Sleep. I don't sleep. You know, babies don't sleep. That wouldn't have been a good combination either. And I would have had time to do these videos to talk to you wonderful lot. I wouldn't. Right then. Well, I'm going to get off now. And uh, until next time, keep smiling. <laughs>